far there's going too far and then there's us a tad too far where uh we go far and then come back and then go far again and then come back again <laughs> and expose you to this um i'm your host taj here with athena hello and amona hi and we're here for a children's show in a video game round two <laughs> so um let not be said that we don't go dark. <laughs> Is how we're going to start this one. <laughs> always goes dark. I'm not always. Just... Okay, or extremely. Almost always. I'm just... Almost beyond a tad too far. Yeah, just because I, I punched out a Teletubby last episode doesn't mean I go dark all the time. Right. Right. You know, mm. I'm still waiting on trial about that one, by the way, for assault on the Teletubby, you know. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Anyways, so what my pick uh, was a PlayStation 1 game. Now, back in the PlayStation 1 era, there was multi-disc games. So um, just to give you an idea, there was one game that was five discs. And so that was uh, Raven, the sequel to Myst, was an actual, had five CD discs in order to play the game. Wow. There was only a total of nine games that had four discs uh, for the PlayStation 1, and then there were some that had three, and then mostly two or one, right? And so back in PlayStation 1, it was also a big era for Japanese JRPGs, so uh, Japanese role-playing games. So um, in the family of four disc games, you had The Legend of Dragoon, you had Final Fantasy uh, 8 and 9 were four discs. So, you know, the beloved favorite Final Fantasy 7 was actually only a three-disc game. So I my pick was Koldeka. So uh, K O U D E L K A. Right. I to be honest, I never beat it, so I'm just being forewarned. <laughs> but I did love the battle system on it. So with JRPGs, the unique thing was always the different battle systems. So most of them were always turn-based, but they always had a slight twist to it. So this is a turn-based uh, horror game with a grid system. So three rows on either side uh, and then physical attacks can only attack who's ever in the frontmost row or whoever's furthest in front. Um, the other cool thing about it was um, it was equipment level based. So if you have a spear, the more you use the spear, that levels up on the ability of the individual. Um, so my setup was you could do physical attacks and then magic. And magic used magic points, of course, but physical attacks didn't take anything. So um, rather than rely on always being able to find the same equipment, I had one person just do straight martial arts in the front row because you'll never break. Like, Because if you use the spear, eventually the spear would break and then you'd be like, well, great. I'm level five in spear, but I can't find one anywhere. And so now I'm attacking with a knife. You're like, this mm. makes no sense. So you're like, all right. One person's martial arts, one's magic, and then we're just going to roll like that. And so the third person, because it's a three-character game, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would the cool the other cool thing was like if you had a spear person, they could be two squares back. So you could have one person in front takes all the physical damage. You could have one person back in the middle row with the spear jabbing over him. And then you always put the magic user way in the back because they're the last ones to get physically hit. So, and so that was the, my game strategy when you played it. So the children should, okay. So to explain the game, because I guess I need to explain the game a little bit because other people are, um, it's a survival horror. RPG, turn-based. <laughs> uh, it starts out with you're this... Um, I didn't write any of the characters' names. Then. Did you? Yes. Okay. Cool, cool. That could, however you say her name. Right. Um, and then there's Edward Plunkett. Uh-huh. Plunkett. And James O'Leary. Uh, Fla- Flattery? Yeah, okay. So, and the way the game starts out with the... with the C- So, it has cutscenes with, like, cool CGI. So, she breaks into this monastery uh, comes in and then finds a crazy monster about to eat Edward and then mm-hmm. like she kills the monster and then the, you start with the two of them and then as you go through the game you pick up and meet the father and then there's disc like between disc three and four I never got this far but between disc three and four she gets separated from the other two and you have to do this whole boss battle by yourself so you gotta make sure she's high enough level to, to survive a boss battle. Ooh, but in nice. it, so like the first thing that happens is you go through and you find the caretakers of the monastery, like, oh, some nice friendly people. And then you're sitting there and she looks at you and she's like, don't eat the food. You're mm-hmm. like, Why not? It's like, don't eat the food. You find out they're trying to poison you. <laughs> and so like everything- The Hartmans. Yeah. Everything in this monastery is trying to kill you and you keep coming across random monsters. So it's very much like, Silent Hill meets an RPG because there's freaky stuff. Like you'll come across poltergeist and the imaging for the poltergeist is like a chair and the table floating. Like it'll just be random furniture floating and it'll attack you. And so there's uh, a plant monster. That's one of the first bosses you fight when you meet the father is this giant plant monster that's trying to eat you. Uh, I got as far as the twins. So there's these two twin ghosts and you fight them. But you can't beat them unless you found their dolls, so or some kind of artifact. You have to, so you can go in and fight them, but you'll never win. And so you gotta leave the fight, go oh. find the the missing artifact, then go back, and then you can actually defeat them. So it's a crazy wow. <laughs> survival horror RPG. And then I read up on the the Wikipedia about like it has three endings and the whole story behind it. So the, the whole story behind it is somebody died. Somebody found the secret occult script that would uh, bring somebody back from the dead, which they did, but it also brought all this evil that slowly corrupts the whole monastery. That's why all these crazy monsters and stuff is going on. So, that's the game. Yay! (laughs) Now we're going to put a children's show in it. Who's happy? (laughs) My kids would be. (laughs) So, the children's show I came up with. Now, I'm just like, I read the description. I may have seen an episode or two of this, uh, but I'm not, I've never seen the show. Uh, I don't think it's called Between the Lions. Between the Lions. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a library with some lions that. They read. Yeah, they, they read. read. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I haven't seen what that in, in the world are you doing, Tosh? <laughs> 
Mm. Oh, this is a family of, of peaceful lions uh, trying to teach Bookish their Bookish little quiet lions. Uh-huh. And you're going to yeah. destroy them? I'm going to destroy them, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. Um, the uh, So, in the between the lines, uh, you play as Lionel, uh, Lorena, and Grandpa Lion. Okay, so you play as the two kids and the Grandpa Lion, Okay. Uh, and what happened is Theo, the father, mm-hmm. died, uh, but somebody found the lost document in the library, you know, because it's between the lions is in the library. Oh, yeah. So I'm replacing the monastery with the lions. Okay. And, and You mean with library? Yeah. Replacing the monastery with the library. Okay. So, yeah. So somebody brought him back to life and then all this evil is happening in the library. Right. Mm. And so I kind of put some unique spins on it. So. I have, um, you fight the vowels, so there's vowels in between, (laughs) and so what would be interesting about it is, because JRPGs love doing stuff like this, is you fight the vowels, but your command, so normally when you fight in a turn base, you have like attack, defend, magic, you know, stuff like that. What would be cool is when you're fighting the vowels, all the vowels are missing from the command scripts, so you'll have attack spelled without vowels and defend spelled uh-huh. without vowels and as you defeat them the vowels come back but you're looking at the fans you're like what is that command yeah okay okay and so i had that and then i had i replaced the uh the twins with uh walter and clay pigeon so you're fighting the <laughs> the, the the pigeons as the twins the, yeah wow and then um i had i put the Aunt and Uncle Lion as the housekeepers that try and poison them. <laughs> Your own family? Gosh. Gosh, this is... That's Ogden and Bessie. Ooh. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so. Well. Yeah. So that that was my concept. It's like, make a, a crazy survival horror in the library. In the lab. But they teach but you... Teaching kids are learning how to read. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. That look. <laughs> Also learning horrible other things. (laughs) Kids today, I doubt, would be focusing on the learning part of anything. (laughs) But on the other hand, like reading the commands is one thing. But what if in order to even get to that level, there's a challenge that would make the kids have to read? And that'll give them clues to... You know what? The, because if the commands are without vowels, you can kind of wing it for a while, but eventually, you know, words get complicated, and yeah. you have to. What's the rating on your game? I don't know what the. It's, it is <laughs> definitely, I believe it. it. Was it gory and stuff, or did it just have some? No, it didn't have. It so didn't have any gory. Might not be. I think it was it, just horror. It was just not horror. Yeah. Rated but on but it was kind of like Silent, um, Silent Hill, where you could really didn't see stuff, so it's like. Really foggy and dark, and okay. you're kind of like so it's spooky without it's being spooky. terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's not like gory. Okay. It, yeah. So, but mm-hmm. and because graphics weren't really, yeah, they, they could only do. When did the PS One come out? Oh, a while ago. So. Ninety. Uh, yeah, something. Something. Yeah. So. Wow. So that that was. <laughs> that was That's thing. good, and I'm ill prepared. So you're next to think. All right. <laughs> Uh, for, <laughs> my pick is Scooby Doo. That see. So I tried to cartoon it up a little. 
and maybe just make fighting the monsters uh, not a fight, but just unmasking them and spoiling their plan <laughs> the way Scooby-Doo <laughs> does. I have uh, Velma Dinkley playing Cool, cool Decca, whatever her name is, because gotcha. she's the brains of the group, and she's well-read on obscure fields. Like, she's always the one that knows Viking mm-hmm. culture, weird just stuff. And then she's usually the one that figures out the story. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then I have Edward, played by Fred Jones. Uh, he's often the one building the traps for the villains, and he takes the lead um, in solving the mysteries, but he can be bossy. <laughs> and then I have Norval. Shaggy Rogers, as James O. Flattery, I don't know how yeah. to say his name, as the priest. Um, but I also kind of have Scooby with him because the two of them are never separated. They're and like even when they split up, it's usually Fred and Daphne going, and then Velma is with Scooby and Shaggy, or Velma's alone and Scooby and Shaggy are together. Mm-hmm. But I actually wrote Daphne out. Like, there's been some episodes where she's out sick, and so I didn't include her in this. She's out sick, like <laughs> she was. Ask. What? I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. She's out sick like she was in Left My Neck in San Francisco. Yeah. And so I don't, she's okay. not in the game because she would just distract everything by being the damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they, they just go about, um, and they're able to, to, or Velma's able to detect Ogden and Bessie's poison in the food because of her obscure knowledge she can just tell um and then i didn't come across the twins but i didn't look too far in it because (laughs) it was freaky (laughs) you had the lights on um yeah and i didn't watch very much i just took to reading which was weird because i i read a, a few different things and they have that place listed like they have it listed as medieval monastery, but it's dark, mysterious. They have it listed as a haunted house, but it's a mansion. It's also been a prison for descendants who are now haunting it, and then there's also a temple there. Right. And so at the... Because it's like a whole building, like, but once you're in it, it there's... Because she couldn't get out the main gate. Like, she tried the main gate, and then she had to climb a roof and going through an attic, and then came across okay. weird stuff, so... Yeah. But there's a lot of... Death. Yeah. So Elaine, death. <laughs> Elaine Hayworth is the wife of Patrick, who's the current owner, and she's the one, like the main Evil. one. Yeah. yeah. And she, he tried um, bringing her back, but it didn't work, and so he brought back a monster. Yeah. It never works. It never no. works. And so Patrick, um, who's the owner of it, he stole the book of rituals, which is what. The priest is there to get right, which is Shaggy. Which is Shaggy? Right. Yes, Shaggy's there to get the book to take it back to the Vatican. <laughs> yeah, but there are three endings, and I chose one—the happiest one, where they, all <laughs> <laughs> where they defeat Elaine. Um, they defeat her. They they block. They have to have her pendant. Yeah, and so I just use that as like Vilma has to have evidence. Uh, as has to have evidence to prove that Elaine is bad and uh, defeat her that way. And then they contemplate the situation in the sunrise while they wait for the authorities. And then uh, the team catches up with her. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just over and it's happy. And it's happy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's what Scooby-Doo does. They solve mysteries. They go to haunted places and Mm -hmm. find the monsters, even Mm -hmm. though they're not usually monsters. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, 
for for Kodeka or Kodelka, the game. Uh huh. Okay, so I am familiar with with RPG because Resident Evil was one of my favorite. Could never get get past like the first level because memory card issues and stuff. Okay. Back in the day, <laughs> um, but I really couldn't like think of. A, a show. I couldn't think of it. Um, for the simple fact, I did not go back and play this game. <laughs> so, but I kind of figured, you know, so look, what I'm going to give you guys is just a, a, a real quick what if. Okay. What if you take the cast from Casper the Friendly Ghost, <laughs> the cartoon, um, and, you know, put them into this RPG. Of course, you know who the twins would be, the, the uncles. Um, um, <laughs> Um, it would be Casper, who's his little girlfriend. Sabrina? Sabrina. I mean, are you talking the teenage witch? No. No, um, Casper the Casper the Friendly Right, but, they, but then... The, but they, they, they did have one with Sabrina the witch and yeah. befriending Casper. Yeah. Um, In a show? Yeah, but, but a she's a little girl. Cartoon. She's Sabrina the witch. Or what's... And that, or, and that was actually a, t- a movie. They made it into a movie. They um, did? I knew that was a comic, but I didn't know that Casper and Sabrina ever met up on. Yeah, maybe it's not. Show. Sabrina. What's her name? Um, it, is it Sabrina? I believe. So. I thought it was Sabrina. I'm thinking of the one with Christina Ricci that played Wendy in Wendy. It was Wendy. Wendy. Wendy Witch. Yeah. Is that her name in Casper? It, it is. Yeah. Oh, it okay. Is. Yeah. Um, and she's like the one always messing up potions and spells and yeah. she's kind of the outcast of the of the crew and everything just like Casper is. Um so you can pick um the lead of course will be Wendy um just because she's kind of fearless. Um not even and the Wendy is not the only one but I just can't think of like the other girl's name that Casper befriended. Um but um Casper because um, he does have access to spells. Mm. Um, and basically, like, my thing was, Casper and his uncles come along because of the the the, the spell. Mm. And, of course, along with that, there's a portal open, and it's in the house that Wendy lives in right. with her aunts, and, and and there it is. That That's all I got. I'm sorry. Okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> It was a hard one. <laughs> it, it, it was, a, oh my gosh. Because you know how much research it takes to do these? Like, you, if, yeah. And I love you guys, but y'all be paid. Yeah. And it's a good thing I like sci fi <laughs> and, and fan. And, because, boy, if <laughs> there's no way I could have gotten video games is not my thing. I love, I love them, but I, my hand eye coordination is bad. Yeah. So that's all I got. That's all you got? Y'all want to expound on it? <laughs> uh, no. No? I think Casper's good. Yeah, I think Casper's good. Yeah, Casper can fight his own kind. Yeah. Help, mm-hmm. Helped him or at least distract him or something. So, okay. <laughs> all right. Any uh, any other thoughts? No. No? Hated your game. I'm yeah. sorry. Choice. <laughs> I'll, do be- I'll do better <laughs> next time. All right. Well, this has been a Tad Too Far. You can find this on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and... Please be sure to subscribe and check out uh, round three. Or, right? Yeah. Yeah, round three. Coming up next. next. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.